What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Kilo Loco. Welcome to the Kilo Loco Show. Now, this is the part where I'd usually tell you what the show is about, but that's actually about to change. And that is why this episode is called A New Show. Now, um, as you might have noticed if you've been following along, I've been gone for some time now, like three to four months now, quite, quite a break, but I wasn't like, you know, just lounging around the house, just laying around getting fat. I mean, I was doing some of that, but it wasn't just that, right? Um, I was still busy, you know, your boy always stays busy. I can never just, you know, just sit still and just do nothing. Got to be productive, right? And that's usually what I'm doing. So what ended up happening was I got a new job. And um, if, if you're a little bit curious about what that was like and what really happened, I actually posted a YouTube video about it yesterday, um, you know, just talking about the fact that I have a new job. Uh, I'm working at a company called Bird. It's an electric uh, electric scooter company. I think it was actually the first one and it's getting pretty freaking big. And I would say like, you know, it's still considered a startup, but based off of what I see, like this is turning into like a full blown, like one of the next bigger type companies. I mean, maybe not as big as as Google, but it's looking like uber big, you know? something like that. But yeah, it's been amazing, quite amazing. It it took, you know, I I went through the whole entire interview process. That took two months. That was like a long process. And, um, you know, um, after two months, I got hired. And now I've been working there for about three weeks now. So I feel like the dust has settled. I got paid you know, um, and after, you know, a couple of different, you know, times of hearing that, Hey, it's okay to actually put out there on the internet that, you know, you work at bird and, you know, as long as you're not being like too crazy or doing anything that like a normal person wouldn't do, or like, you know, going around being a bad person, uh, essentially. And as long as you kind of just make sure that you state that, your opinions and your, um, you know, the way that you talk about the world in no way reflects what bird stands for or thinks or any of that, you know, that whole entire disclaimer process, pretty much just don't be a bad person. And and you can like say that you work there. Otherwise don't say that you work there. So I feel like I don't do anything too crazy, you know, and I thought it'd be cool to announce that, Hey, I'm working at bird. And I freaking love this company. Not only do I love, you know, not only do I love like the, the, the product, 
but I love the people that are working there because they're like super knowledgeable, super helpful. They're like, they're like always willing to help and like try to get me to the next level, but also like super considerate, even though I'm new to the company and I'm like bringing up all these ideas on how I think that we should go, um, like as an iOS, like as iOS engineers and what we should do to the code base. Like they're open to all of that stuff. And you know, they, they, they like, oh man, it's, it's, it's really amazing. It's, it's really Really, it's a dream come true. And it's such a it's such a dream come true that it is actually I actually kind of have like an internal conflict because um, before all of this, what what before I got the job, before I was even looking to get hired anywhere, the plan was that I was going to go solo. I was going to be an entrepreneur. I was going to be putting out all kinds of content. And that's where all my income was going to come from. Like I was just going to be putting out all, all kinds of stuff, selling courses and, and, you know, hopefully ad revenue and sponsorships and stuff like that. And that would pay for pay for my bills. That was the plan. But went to Dub Dub. I went to Hacking with Swift Conference. I spoke there. I talked to all kinds of people at both of those types of events and it opened my eyes and it really made me feel like, hey, you know what? I need to get exposure at a big, a medium to big size company. I need to work with a lot of smart people that know how to do a lot of different things that have been in iOS much longer than me. And I need to be able to absorb that knowledge before I go out and do this on my own and start imposing, you know, my thought process and, and what I think is valuable in a software engineer or iOS developer or programmer or whatever you want to call yourself. I start imposing that on aspiring developers and stuff like that. So once I made that decision, that's when I just disappeared. You know, no more podcasts, no more YouTube. Um, I was still, you know, out there on Twitter. You know, if anybody like reached out to me, I was still, you know, responding and stuff like that. I was still helping people like because people always reach out on Twitter for help with their code and stuff like that. And same thing on Instagram. Um, you know, I'm always here to help. If like, if, if I know the, the answer from the top of my head, I'll definitely give it. But like, for the most part, like if I don't know, like off the top of my head, Twitter and Instagram, the people that reach out to me on there, I'm just not going to spend the time to learn something new so that I can give you the information. Like that's not the, that's not the forum. But anyways, I was around, I just wasn't putting out content the same way that I was with the podcast and with YouTube. And, um, I was just going through that entire process, you know, just, um, learning algorithms and data structures. I, because what had happened was I applied for another uh, company, which was also pretty big. Um, the biggest dating app on the app store, I think. And, um, you know, I failed, I failed that, uh, technical interview where they were asking me to do something with uh, 2D arrays. I failed that miserably. Um, I've never had a reason to work with 2D, 2D arrays and like to, to even do something on that level, like to do something, to pretty much do what they were asking. I have never done that, right? So I failed miserably. Um, I, I did the best that I could. But as soon as I saw the problem, like I kind of froze up, I knew I was going to do terrible as soon as I saw the problem. Like if they would have asked me something normal, like with um, like, uh, 
you know, like with a node or with like uh you know what a linked list or stacks or queues or something like that i could have probably worked my way through it but 2d arrays i just never i don't see them in books i i've never really worked with them and the fact that they they kind of sprung that on me i, I just was not prepared at all so i failed um i felt bad uh, like my ego was shook and i was like you know what got to learn algorithms and data structures quite simply because that's going to be the my worst part of all my interviews if i if i keep applying so that was the first place that i applied to um and as i was like learning this stuff i was like man it's so ridiculous to even try to learn some of this stuff because first of all most of the stuff you have to learn in a in a language unless unless you know java or Python, or even JavaScript, you're not really going to find too many resources on how to learn um, algorithms and data structures. I mean, they're, they're, like, there's content out there that you can find, and it's starting to become a little bit more popular in like languages like Swift, but for the most part, there's not a whole lot out there. And, um, you know, Everybody recommends this book, which I actually do recommend it. I have it on my bookshelf. It's called Cracking the Coding Interview. And this book is done all in Java, right? And I know Java like enough to read it and write it with a reference. Like if I if I could reference some other code or reference a book or like or anything like that, I can write Java. Um, I, I don't know it off the I don't know it fluently, but I can reference it and I can make stuff happen with it. Um but yeah, it's just like a pain when you have to go through this entire thought process of how to implement an algorithm or a data structure uh, with a different language like Swift. So um, even though I got this job at Bird and and even though Bird actually hires in like a normal modern type of way where they actually ask you domain specific questions. And what I mean by that is like. A lot of my interviews were like related to iOS and to Swift, which means that I freaking did pretty good on them. Um, the other parts that weren't related to that, like um, algorithms and data structures and system design, I didn't do too hot in. But the fact that I have a YouTube channel, I think that helped push me over the hump you know, because they can like clearly go back to my videos and I have like a decent amount of videos. I have like, like I have over a hundred videos and it kind of shows that I know how to code. Like it's, it's not as risky to take a chance on me as it is to take a chance on somebody else. Right. So like just being able to see, oh, okay, well I don't have, I don't really have a strong portfolio. Um, but my YouTube channel is it kind of acted like my portfolio in this case, and that really helped. So even though I didn't do so great on the interview, um, I think the, the fact that I do have a YouTube channel is actually what got me the job. So, yeah. And I always I always tell every, anybody that asks that, honestly, the easiest way to get a job is to just like create content. Because not only is it going to like give you a portfolio, um, like a natural portfolio where you're like, you know, you're putting out content, you're covering stuff and it, and it, and 
you, you know, you're exposing yourself to the world and, you know, whenever you're wrong, somebody's coming after you and you either have to defend that or you have to change the way that you think about that or you just pretty much just learn something new and you, you learn from that person. But um, that's not for everybody. You know, um, most people are not going to create content. A lot of people will create podcasts because this is quite literally the simplest platform of content to create because you just jump on you you go you go out you buy a microphone you start rambling you put it into some you know post-production audio thing and then you clean it up maybe um but yeah like y'all will notice that i don't really edit my my podcast like it's just if i mess up then i mess up and it's in there you know um because this is like a platform where you really just get to kind of talk, um, vent, having like, you know, just just express yourself for the most part and talk about things. Or, or at least that's how I treat it. You know, it, it you can definitely take podcasting to the next level. But for the most part, it is the easiest type of content to put out there. Now, that will be, you know, something that is easier to do, but it's not going to act really well for, um, a portfolio piece. I I feel because it's not visual, it's all audio. And, you know, you can talk about a lot of great stuff, but it's not like you're able to actually show your work, right? Like I can explain code all day, but that doesn't necessarily show the fact that I know what I'm doing. Whereas something like a blog article, or a YouTube tutorial, or even courses or books will definitely like put you in a, a, a completely different category. So I know that a lot of people aren't going to be creating content in order to, um, you know, essentially get exposure and to use it as leverage in their career. And that's perfectly fine. I mean, I would strongly recommend that you give it a try if you can. Oh, it's bedtime. <laughs> I, I would strongly recommend that you would give it a try if you can. But um, I understand that it's not for everybody, especially, you know, when you're putting yourself out there. I know, especially like videos, like that's really hard for a lot of people. Um, and, and if you don't have the writing skills or, you know, you feel like it has to be in English, which it really doesn't, but you feel like you want to write in English and your skills aren't there. Like I, I get it, you know, like I get that it's not for everybody. So what's the next best thing that you can do? And there's like a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that goes into actually getting hired. And, um, you know, I wasn't going to get hired just on YouTube alone. Right. I had to be like, a normal human being that could talk and express myself and not be like a psychopath or something crazy. Right. Um, so there's soft skills that you have to have. Um, and there's just different portions of the interview. Like I said, uh, system design, you know, you have to know that data, data structures and algorithms. You have to know that, um, you know, just uh, like some of the behavioral questions, maybe it, it, it would be smart if you kind of uh, had some exposure to or had some exposure to or had an idea of what to expect when you get those types of questions. And on top of that, everywhere that you apply to is going to be different. And on top of the fact that everywhere that you apply to 
um, that that is going to be different. You know, the different the the types of companies that you apply to, like where where do they stand? Is it a startup slash small business? Is it a medium sized company? Is it a large sized company? Like all that comes into play and it really changes uh, what the interview process is going to look like. So. You know, having failed that one interview, it really got my gears turning and having gone through the process of trying to learn data structures and algorithms by myself and, you know, apply that to Swift, it really opened my eyes. I was like, this is ridiculous. Nobody should have to struggle or feel like this is impossible or like, like, I mean, first of all, we re- we really shouldn't have to deal with this in an interview like data structures and algorithms. That's not something that you're usually dealing with. Like if that's what if that's what the job is actually about, like you're trying to do some like machine learning or you're going to be implementing something like amazing, like you're going to be starting your own Google or something crazy like that. Then by all means, yes, data structures and algorithms are important and they're still important in a lot of the job. And you really should you really should have an idea of how to implement them. But for the most part, you know, creating them and then just being expected to just apply it to some type of word problem that like comes from out of nowhere. You don't really have a context of what you're really trying to accomplish. Like, you know, they'll give you an idea of what you're trying to accomplish. But like for the most part, when you're in the job and you need to accomplish something, you could create you could come up with creative ways to to, um, you know, figure out that problem. And you usually have more than 45 minutes to think about it. Um, whereas in an interview, it's kind of like you need to be on top of your, your, your knowledge on all that stuff. And then you have to be just ready to go. Like you have to be like on top of it. You just have to be trained to be on top of it. And it's hard. It's really hard and it's a pain in the butt. And it's, it really shouldn't be like that because it doesn't really, it's not like a really good good data point to judge a programmer off of like you can be really good at doing your job and doing domain specific stuff and then just fail that interview or it could go the completely opposite way where you're really good at knowing like all that stuff because you might have gone to school but you have like no idea how to do what would actually be required on the job so it can really like just give you a really bad scenario like it's not likely to happen which is why they do that and i understand that um you know when you go through the whole entire uh scene how somebody thinks and how they perform during that technical interview and it's not related to the domain related topic that it's one way to kind of get the information but it's not it's it really is not the best so my plan is to kind of flip that on the on its head, right? And it's to help people get better at this whole entire interviewing process and to, you know, hopefully gain insight on what is happening out there and what what's currently happening in the market and what people are being asked and giving the answers to what they should have had what they they should answer or what they should be expecting when they go to a specific company and kind of give them 
a cheat sheet, really, because if if the industry is going to play this game where it's not really based off of your skill to get hired, um, but it's based off of this very specific type of questioning where it's data structures and algorithms related, then, you know, let's play the game together. Let's go at this thing together. And that's my that's pretty much my plan for the way that I want to shift the content is I want to focus on getting people hired. I want to give them the tools. I want to give them the resources so that they can be as prepared as possible to get a new job and they can know what to expect and, you know, just go into the interview, just guns blazing, you know? Um, and honestly, like if that means, you're going to be able to have these amazing interview skills and and you're not amazing at doing the actual work, then that's on the company. Right. Like um, and I'm hoping that <laughs> I'm hoping that that doesn't happen. I'm hoping that you have the skills to to do the job that you apply for and you get. But honestly, like that's not the that's not going to be the focus of the content. The focus of the content is to be able to get you the job and then you kind of take it from there. Now, I do still want to cover stuff after you get the job. I still do want to cover like the basics and get people up and running and um, give them the information that they need. So what I'm going to be doing is, um, you know, the YouTube channel, the podcast and even articles are going to be focused towards getting people hired. Right. Um, articles may also include, um, you know, some of the random stuff that I was doing before, like where I was doing tutorials on specific things. Um, but I, I don't think that's going to be the focus. We'll see how it goes, but I don't think that's going to be the focus. And then, um, I also plan on writing, um, books, uh, you know, once I start getting into the whole entire articles mode, like once I start getting really good at writing articles, I want to start creating books. And on top of that, I want to start doing courses. Now, the courses will actually be, um, you know, geared towards that that stuff that you might see, like the, the new hotness in Swift and iOS and stuff like that. But it's only going to be in it. Well, I shouldn't say it's only going to be, but it's going to be included in courses that are also still geared towards, you know, improving your career, not just going to be on it, it more likely than not just not just going to be on some random subject because people kind of want to learn that random subject for I don't know what reason. So the courses will actually be geared towards making a portfolio better and covering topics that are relevant to job listings in software engineering for iOS, um, you know, related jobs. So that's kind of the direction that I want to go in. And that's why this, this episode is called a new show is because before I was just focused on, you know, talking about myself and, you know, giving like little anecdotes and stuff like that, just like talking about stories that are affecting my life and trying to give advice based off of what I've experienced. And I'm still going to do like a little bit of that, but it's mostly going to revolve around the entire uh thought process of getting somebody into the job that they want, um, working at a company that they are, are, you know, interested in and stuff like that. So that's where we're going with the Kilo Loco show. Um, we're focused on getting folks hired and, you know, 
I I have a lot of stuff that I already want to say, but before I start going down, you know, the path of covering the stuff that I want, I want to reach out to you and I want to see, are you currently looking for a job? Do you plan on looking for a job in the near future or did you just recently get a job? And if you said yes to any of these questions, what I would like for you to do is to reach out to me on Twitter. Uh, that's at Kilo underscore Loco at Kilo Loco. And um, I want you to let me know what things you struggle or are like what you struggled with or are struggling with in regards to getting a job. What what is like kind of hanging you up? Is it like you not getting callbacks? Is it like you don't know how to do a resume? Is it like, you know, the whole entire imposter syndrome? Is that just getting to you? What is it like? What's what's your biggest like problem with getting a job or do you just not know like what have you tried and you just you just aren't getting results and you don't even know what the problem is so if this is kind of describing you um you know you are the type of person that i'm going to be uh talking to quite frequently on youtube and on this podcast and even in some of the articles so um if this is describing you then you are in quite a good position right now because your boy's coming in. Your boy's coming through with the content, though. Every week, you're going to get a podcast, and it's going to be related to, to help getting folks hired. So, yeah, reach out to me. I want to hear what you're struggling with in regards to getting hired as a software engineer, iOS developer, mobile and mobile programmer, whatever you want to call yourself. What are you struggling with? And, um, you know, hopefully I could put together some, uh, you know, content and and answers so that you guys can hopefully get a job. So, yeah, that's that's what's going on. Your boys moving, shifting focus into getting folks into new career opportunities, hopefully changing and impacting a lot more lives. And, you know, that's that's what that's what I'm here to do is to help make a a positive impact on the world. And I think that's going to be through helping you get the job that you really want. All right. So that's going to be it for today. Thanks for tuning in. It's been a long time and I missed you. Did you miss me? (laughs) All right, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Go out there and keep coding passionately. Later.